Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marshani. And as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download our shows that we bring to you each and every day as we build towards this 2021 NFL Draft. And tonight we have a couple of shows, but the first one we're going to break the top tight ends of this 2021 NFL Draft. And we're going to have our NFL Draft guru with us. It's none other than Justin Van Fulpen. You can follow him on Twitter at J-V-A-N-F-U-L-P-E-N on Twitter. And then you can also check out his website, Football Next Level. Great insight there. And we did quarterbacks. We did running backs. We did receivers. And we had so much positivity. We had After we did the first quarterback show, I had GMs and scouts calling me left and right wanting more of us. <laughs> I wish. But with that said, Justin, Hey, man, welcome back. We're going to do the tight end, or you're going to do the tight end tonight. But uh, how's this afternoon treating you? Hey, it's good. I mean, we got for the draft here coming up, you know, soon. So that's always a good thing, you know. And then then it, obviously it's on to the 2022 draft. So the spring's out here, you know, it's the beginning of April. So the weather's going to get nicer, and that's always a good thing. It is a good thing. And, and, and we, we, we did quarterbacks, running backs, receivers. And we're going to do tight ends tonight, and then we're going to follow it up at 6 p.m. Eastern with a mock draft where Justin and I will – Justin's taking the odds, I'm taking the evens, and then we'll, uh, we'll go through all 32 uh, picks of the first round. But with that said, Justin, let's get into the tight ends. And this year we have a clear-cut favorite for the number one tight end. And arguably some people, I mean, could argue, you know, the best prospect in the draft in a weird way, absent a – Trevor Lawrence. I mean, a lot of people are really high on who I assume you're going to pronounce as the first tight end off the board of the 2021 NFL draft. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Pitts is a guy who, you know, people have, you know, thoughts of could be the number one, excuse me, number two overall pick after, you know, Trevor Lawrence, basically the number one positional uh, player there, you know, uh, you know, a guy who can line up all over. You think about, you know, the size of, of Calvin Johnson, you think about as far as similar to Travis Kelsey, Tony Gonzalez, you think you show, you can, you know, go and line up as the X, the Z, or just as natural tight end position, you know, ran in the four fives, you know, people are thinking definitely a top 10 pick, potentially a top five pick, you know, if the quarterbacks go one, two, three, which we, we think that's going to happen now because of what the Jets did with Sam Darnold, does Atlanta, take Kyle Pitts with the fourth pick in the draft? Does Cincinnati take him with the fifth pick in the draft? Does Miami take him with the sixth pick of the draft? I mean, you know, and, and I think, you know, he's right there in, in that mix of, you know, four, five, six there. It's kind of just depending on, you know, what people are thinking and what's the flavor there. But, you know, clean, just, just you know, a guy, you know, 
far as good route runner, you know, just a playmaker, a mismatch in the red zone, you know, beat beat top corners like J.C. Horn you saw there on a man-to-man, you know, plays, you know, so so just, just a guy who's a dominant and like I said, the size and speed ratio is you know is off the charts there. So he'll get drafted real high. But the big thing is, is once you get past the, even as far as Kyle Pitts, he'll be the only first round pick. You know, and then there's going to be a drop off, and then there's you know as far as you know another drop off. So this tight end class, if you want a, t- a legit starting tight end, you know that you can say, hey, out of the gate, you know this is our guy, and we need kind of that you know, middle of the field, taking the seam away, like we saw as far as what Kansas City's been able to do with, with Kelsey, you got to go ahead and take Kyle Pitts, and that's why, again, he could go number four overall to the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, and I hope Kyle Pitts delivers. I mean, you know, we've seen time and time again. I mean, I remember O.J. Howard back in 2017 rising up the draft boards, and, and I loved Howard at family. You know, he had a couple big games, you know, towards the end of his career, and you thought, wow, you know, it's finally coming together. And he kept going higher and higher, and then boom, you know, it just it just never materialized. And we've seen it time and time again with these high-profile tight ends in the first round. They just don't seem to live up to that hype. And we talked about it on the last show. seems like a lot of guys that go a little bit later, think of fifth-round pick uh, the same year as O.J. Howard and George Kittle, also a 2017 pick. And you think Kittle, you know, arguably becomes one of the most dynamic tight ends in the league behind Kelsey. And it just, it's just weird how these tight ends don't materialize. Even though they look great now, I adore all these guys coming out. I love the position, and I love seeing these guys succeed. But I just hope Pitts lives up to the hype, and he become the guy that we hope and believe that he can be by what he's done thus far. With that said, Justin, so, so we get, now let me ask you this. Now, when we get to the next tier, you got Kyle Pitts, and then you have the rest of these guys. Is there a clear favorite on the next group, or is this kind of a lot of I like this guy, you like that guy, Team A likes this guy? Is there a wide range of uh, prospects, or is there a a clear-cut two guy amongst this group? Yeah, I think in terms of Pat Fryermuth, you know, the Penn State tight end there is is clearly the number two guy on pretty much every team's board there. I mean, a guy who's 6'5", 256 pounds, more of that traditional obviously people that compared him to Rob Gronkowski with the size you know and in far as catch radius there and kind of what he did there at Penn State um you know can he's continuing to develop as a blocker uh, you know he's got a, a you know potential to just be a, a very good tight end there but again there's a big drop off he's a guy who's probably you know you're not going to hear another tight end in round one and then probably in round two you know you're looking at middle of round two is kind of where you should expect you know, Pat Fryermuth to go off the board. And then if there's, you know, another as far as drop off there. So, you know, really there's these, these two tight ends that I think can be legit, you know, game one rookie season starting tight ends. They can say, Hey, we're, we're going to line up. They're different guys, but they're both as far as, you know, legit, you know, NFL tight ends, starting tight ends and, and have, you know, really high ceilings there. Uh, but again, there's a big gap between Pitts and Fryermuth. Thanks, and you know I love I love how you reference the uh, baby Gronk type uh, versions for uh, for Amuth, uh, very talented kid, and and being a you know Northeast Ohio guy, get to see plenty of Big Ten football, so uh, definitely got to see a lot of him. And uh, like I said, I, I agree with you. I, I think he will be the clear cut number two guy. Definitely not anywhere near 
that likes where Kyle Pitts is going to go in terms of the first round, probably top ten, possibly top five. But uh, Firemuth is definitely going to be a prospect that I think should be fun, and he reminds me of Jasicki, who I adored coming out of Penn State as well. All right, Justin, so we're on our tight end preview show. We're down to the third tight end coming off the board. Where are you going with this one? Well, I think in terms of there's a lot of, you know, I think now we start get to where there's there's kind of guys that are kind of far as bunched up when we talk about, hey, how teams view them. Uh, they're, you know, kind of a guy who I, I think is probably the third overall guy who I've got graded as the third best tight end in this draft class is Hunter Long, the tight end out of Boston College. Again, really good size uh, there, does a really good job in the passing game, um, you know, excellent job of winning, you know, for contested catches. You know, there he's, he does have some issue in terms of separating from co- you know, coverage there. He's not as fast or as, you know, athletic as you, you know, would want there. But in terms of, hey, a really solid, you know, number two tight end, you know, in the NFL, you know, probably not a Pro Bowl type caliber player there, but really, you know, solid there. And he's probably a, a third, fourth, you know, round, you know, pick there. Um, but again, in terms of value, there I think that's where it goes so I think in terms of these tight ends it's just really hard in terms of how the the college football you know it's they just don't produce a lot of guys you know there with you know for with their offenses and different things like that a lot of these colleges want to spread out a lot of RPOs a lot of you know for is a lot of spreads you know concepts there so really that true NFL tight end you know it's hard to come by and that's why they become so valuable but I think Hunter Long you know can be that he's got to, you know, as far as be able to show a little bit more athleticism and to be able to, you know, be a better route runner, use his body more in terms of if he doesn't can't correct separation, use as far as his frame to be able to uh, give the quarterback a window. Uh, but, again, I think it's a solid, you know, number two tight end in the NFL. Definitely. And uh, it's been big, big year. I mean, I think all ACC, I mean, he really took it up a notch and, very, very productive, been able to uh, kind of really separate himself. And like you said, maybe not a first, second-round guy, but definitely could be maybe a you know, late you know, Friday night guy, but usually probably going to be a day three guy going there in the fourth round, I believe. But with that said, we got three guys off the board. we got Kyle Pitts, one out of Florida. we got, excuse me, we got Pat Framuth out of Penn State going with two. Justin has the Boston College standout, Hunter Long, going as the third tight end off the 2021 draft board. And now we're up to the fourth 2021 draft board. Who you got coming off the clock now? Yeah, I think as far as Brevin Jordan, the tight end out of as uh, far as Miami. And, again, I don't think there's a big gap between, you know, Hunter Long and Brevin Jordan uh, there. Um, but I think this guy is, is a little bit more athletic, a better route runner, has a little bit more quickness, doesn't have the ability for his being that elite blocker, that long is there. So as far as you're going to use him differently, but as far as a good valuable weapon again, but I think in terms of he's probably a number two uh, tight end you, you, as far as in the NFL, but again, you like his athleticism. You just wish he was a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, and he could develop in that. And, you know, eventually he, you know, might be that, that third, you know, tight end off the board. I think there's a lot of, you know, split decisions on kind of as far as what different offenses that people run uh, in the NFL, some teams are going to prefer long. Some terms are going to, you know, you know, yeah, for, for prefer Brevin Jordan. It's again, it's just probably like a flavor there when we're talking about getting to these this next kind of group of tight ends. Definitely, and his Brevin uh, Jordan. I love you know, I love those Miami guys back in the day, and uh, his father, NFL DNA, uh, Daryl Jordan, was 
drafted back by the Falcons uh, a way, way while back. But uh, so I always like those guys that have that NFL DNA just kind of kind of seems to uh, come to fruition in terms of uh, youngsters kind of following the family tree. So we got four guys off the board, and you went down to the U, and you got a hurricane off the board. And, uh, again, it makes me think of uh, Jeremy Shockey and those guys when they were doing their thing, Greg Olson. Granted, back in the day, back in the day, and I know he's uh, in jail now, but Kellen Winslow nonetheless was a, uh, a beast down there in Miami as well. So now we're off to the fifth tight end on the show, Justin. Who's the fifth tight end off the board in your mind? Well, you, you, know, I, you know, again, I think there's, there's a lot of different options, you know, that you can, you can go there. Um, but I think in terms of probably the guy that a lot of teams, as far as like, he, he played there at the Senior Bowl, and that's Trey McKitty uh, from Georgia. Did have a ton of production, but in terms of you look at just the size, the, the athleticism, over 6'5", 250 pounds, um, can, can, you know, can, can you know, create some type of separation uh, there. Um, you know, it's got some upside, so you look at, okay, hey, can this guy – kind of do different things there. And, and I think that's why he ends up being kind of that fifth, you know, tight end off the board there. But again, I think there's a lot of, you know, different people that have a lot of different opinions when it comes to after those top four, you know, tight ends, you can go a lot of different, you know, directions there. Um, and, but I think as far as he's probably the guy who I would, I would go as far as that realm. Because I think, as far as if you look at the Notre Dame tight end Tommy Tremble, I look at him as more of a a fullback, a, a guy who's an H back, a guy who you're going to move just in terms of his size. Again, he's he's a guy who you know I don't really wouldn't put again into that tight end position. I put more into that fullback position because of his size. But he's a guy who hey, some teams will look him at his him as a tight end, and he'd be that kind of that in that mix for that number five tight end if you look at that way there. Uh, but I, that's why I went with McKinney uh, as far as from Georgia there versus him, just because I put him at a, put Tremble in a different category than Notre Dame prospect. I love it. Once again, Justin Van Fulpen here on the C2P as he breaks down the top five 2021 NFL tight end draft prospects. And now, Justin, this is where the part of the show, before we wrap things up, um, we allow you to go with a – a sleeper or a guy that's maybe not ranked amongst the elite, but somebody that you're very excited about that you kind of want to say, hey, this is a guy that we should be paying attention to as we close in on this upcoming 2021 NFL draft. Yeah, I think in terms of, you know, what we've seen, you know, happen because of COVID-19 and really canceling basically all of the D2 programs, uh, you know, the 1AA had played here in the spring. A lot of the schools did. Most of the, those guys are returning in, for the 2022 draft. And, again, you, ter- you look at grades as far as what the NFL had graded in the spring uh, there, um, you know, talking with scouts and stuff like that. There's a lot of guys who had grades from the D2, the 1AA, um, you know, even, even some of the schools, you know, in the Power Five and, uh, you know, non-Power Five, but as far as in the D1, guys are going to return and use that as far as that COVID year, be able to have it as far as another year of eligibility. But as far as saying all that, kind of that sleeper tight end is Zach Davidson out of central Missouri. He was a guy, again, a D2 uh, prospect there, but had as far as some interest from the uh, the NFL uh, there. He, he was a guy who was six, six foot, six and a half, 244, excuse me, 245 pounds. He had a 37 and a half inch vertical, a nine, nine broad, 
did 17 reps on the bench press, had a, you know, timed anywhere in the four, five, eight to the four, six, two in the 40 yard dash. And, and again, he's a, he's a guy who, you know, with that, with that testing, he's, you know, pushed himself into, you know, a potentially draftable category. And again, we talked about how the college football doesn't have a ton of these, you know, tight ends and because of as far as their offenses that they run there. This is a guy, again, they didn't play. Central Missouri didn't play because the season got canceled with COVID. He decides not to use that COVID year, comes in this draft. So, again, he's a guy who didn't play any football this fall, but it's got a possibility a chance of getting drafted. And, again, I think that's kind of some of the stories that we'll see potentially as far as this year because there's there's not that plethora of guys there, um, you know, in terms of because everybody's – a lot of these schools, you know, didn't play football. A lot of these teams are going back, you know, for to use this year as a kind of a redshirt year and use it as the COVID year so they can come in and compete and be in the 2022 NFL draft. I love it. And we had Zach Davidson on the uh, College of Pro NFL Draft Blast. And, uh, yeah, you nailed a real sleeper there, Justin. I mean, this kid really comes across and everything you mentioned. And I encourage anyone to uh, listen to the show to really kind of divulge even more about what this kid brings to the table. Great personality, saw him down to College Gridiron Showcase. Um, fun kid, laid back, but uh, nonetheless, he, he kind of has a, I wouldn't say a surfer-type attitude, but you just kind of tell he's going with the flow and he's not going to get too shook by the moment. Nothing's going to get too big for him. And, uh, again, I, I enjoyed him, and uh, I'm so glad you brought him up because uh, I was excited when we got him on. I thought highly of him, and, and, you, and you mentioned in that, I think even solidifies, uh, you know, what NFL teams will think of him as we approach this 20. 20- 21 NFL draft. Justin, as always, you know, I love you uh, uh, sharing your time with us as we break down these guys. Such great insight. And again, you can follow Justin on Twitter at jvanfullpen, and then you can also check out his work. Very, very insightful. Very, very insightful. I always say it, but if you don't, his website, Football Next Level, you're really never going to get a gist to how unique his material is. I, I love it, and when he posts something, I always devour it. Justin, we're going to be doing our mock show in a little bit, but as always, man, we appreciate you uh, sharing your insight. No problem, man. We'll look forward to the mock draft, and we'll see uh, see who you've got going number two with as far as this news with Sam Darnold. So I uh, look forward to that, and, and I know that the listeners will as well. So we'll talk to you soon. Well, I, 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 yeah, I'll give you a quick insight. Okay. I, I have the uh, – I have uh, – I have the Panthers trading Sam Donald to Miami for the second pick of the draft. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's what I mean. The, the, the draft intrigue helps as far as with all this quarterback movement, and uh, I think we'll see that when we do as far as the, the mock draft show here coming up at 6. All right, man. Much love to you, man. Talk to you a little bit. As always, we appreciate you stopping by. And, again, you catch our mock show at 6. And, again, a big shout-out to Justin Van Poppen for always joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.